Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another edition of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Michael Corbin and joining me as we get ready to kick off the NRL season, Emmanuel Penkless. Emmanuel, how are you? Michael Corbin, our very first Round Zero podcast. Yeah. What a time to be alive. We're here. We have a few days to go. Us Souths fans, we're still recovering from what happened last year, but it's close. It's close you season. Can feel, you can feel it. Five days away to kick off. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. The mornings are darker. The days are a bit shorter. The footy is on its way. No more weekends having to figure out what I want to do. Just get to sit home and watch. Exactly. Eight games of football. That's right. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But before we get into round zero, let's talk about uh, the World Cup Challenge, which happened on the weekend. Uh, for the second year in a row, Penrith had to go over to England. Uh, they didn't come up with the goods again. They lost against uh, Wigan, who were fantastic. A really, really good team. Um, obviously, the big talking point out of it, though, however, was the refereeing decision to allow a try that uh, anyone uh, who isn't blind could see uh, was not a try. But despite that, Wigan, I think, were the better team on the day. They scored the most points, which normally lets you win. Uh, but Penrith blew opportunities to take that lead back. And, yeah, no, all credit to Wigan. Yeah. Um, it was the second year in a row that Penrith lost the World Cup Club Challenge. But last year, they lost it at home. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, but it's the same thing again. They've started scratchy. Um, and it will have everyone questioning their ability, but they were they were in the game. Wigan probably just wanted it a bit more. They definitely upstaged Penrith. Um, Bevan French, Bevan French, Jay Field, yeah, very uh, impressive, very impressive. Uh, um, Cruz Leeming, who had a stint in the NRL last year. Um, look, the, the the thing is, right? England's in the middle. The Super League's in the middle of their competition. Yeah, and the a- NRL is at the the hazard. <clears throat> no one's played in five months so like there, like there is always this rust factor that comes in for the australian teams and it's hard to but it's just when do you play this game yeah and, and that's it and um we'll get into this in a bit but there's been a lot of talk this week about um how the super league and the nrl will interact yes. in the future but i think that i think it's really good for the game i mean regardless of the referee's ability which we'll just put to one side and the referee uh, are the ability of the TMO, I think um, other than that, I, I just think it's really good for the game that we've had two years in a row, this champion team have been sort of held accountable by, a, obviously, as you said, a, a team that's far more in form and um, in the peak of their season. But I think I think it's good. It, it creates a bit of excitement. It, it keeps the premiers as well a bit accountable to start the year. Um, it adds a bit of hesitation and makes things interesting for the first couple of weeks of the year. Yeah. Not, look, not every back-to-back champion can go over there and win twice or just win the World Cup Challenge twice in a row. 
It's it's un it's a bit unusual. Yeah. Not all teams are that good. Um eighteen, nineteen roosters were there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh there were some trials on the weekend though. Uh, I was out at Belmore yes. to watch Roosters Souths, which was a bunch of reserve grade players. Um what about that, hey? Like, you know, you wanted budget to go to Vegas and we sent you to Belmore instead. How did how did you manage that one? Me. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> tough. Funding wasn't there, yeah. unfortunately. The GoFundMe well, it's got its did, own six star the, hotel. The, the, it's all the, right. The, Go, the GoFundMe did not reach the numbers that I I wanted it to get to. No. Um, paid for your own Leichhardt ticket as well. <laughs> uh, Belmore ticket. Yeah. Uh but look, yeah, look, fun to see some of the young roosters coming through. Uh uh, including a fullback who may be a future superstar, um, but not too much to take away from that game. Uh, the game after, though, however, mm. might have been one of the worst games of football I've ever watched mm-hmm. um, between the Sharks and the Bulldogs, and you could tell it was trial football. Yeah. But the takeaways from that game for me are, one, Blake Taff is not the fullback option for the Bulldogs. No. Please figure that out, Bulldogs. Put Stephen Crichton there, and two. If Nico Hines goes down with an injury, the Sharks are headless and have no, like, have no direction. But is the intent um, for Nick for um, Blake to have to play fullback? Well, why play? He played basically the whole game there. Yeah. Why not? Why uh, not try? Apparently, Crichton had like a niggling hamstring injury, and uh, Connor Tracy was injured. So they're the other two options. But there's also Blake Wilson. Give someone else a go. Yeah. If if Crichton's injured, don't play him at all. Like I, it just for me, it doesn't make sense. He's yeah. he's the best option for for in my opinion. Yeah. I look. This is Wayne Bennett backed him, but the, he he was a halfback. He was like he's a That's halfback. That's the thing. He came through the grades yeah, as a yeah. halfback. He's a halfback. Not a fullback. He ends up as a fullback. I don't think he's a natural fullback, but I don't think Gus cares. I think that these guys that he's brought, other than your Stephen Crichton and your Burton, they're all stars that have just been on the fridge at clubs that have had success, and they're there to fill the void we spoke about last week. And I think it's like he will persist with that, I reckon. He's he's struggled under the high ball since 2021. Um, it's just it's going to be something that they've got to figure out quickly. I I honestly think they start the season after the performance on the weekend. I think they have to start the season with either Tracy or Crichton there. Mm. Uh, he's just he's he wasn't capable. Yeah, I'd like to say this was number this fourteen. Was, this yeah, and this was without like Trindle wasn't Trindle did not have a good game on the opposite side. The King yeah. was not high quality. It was just that he looked lost in that position. Mm. Um, Dragons fans have bought their grand final tickets. Yep, after beating the Tigers. In a trial, yep. Um, I know they are. Big had, yeah, big Moses Sawley, big, big game. Shout out to James Comino. Shout out to Clive um, at work. Who, you know, everyone, everyone, and they're all. It's 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 their year. <laughs> it's, it's their, their year. year. It must be. They beat they beat the Tigers. They beat the Tigers in a trial game. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all heading uphill for them. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, not too much to take away from the rest of the game, though. So. I don't think so. Like. They're trials. Yeah. They're trials. For some reason, um, we I don't know. How, how is the draw done for the uh, preseason competition? I'd love to know. Um, I don't really know how, but Brisbane won it. Um, I think they, they played a total of four first graders um, yeah. across their two games. 
Um, they've won the preseason comp. The, the most profitable club in the NRL has gone home with more money. They get to go um, to Vegas with an extra $100,000 in their pocket. What could go right. wrong? What could go wrong? Um, exciting times for the Broncos. Also, just is the preseason tournament, the preseason challenge, the same amount, the prize money, the same amount as the uh, minor premiership? Yep. Seems fair. Mm-hmm. I know. You get to win two games. And you get a hundred thousand. You have to win twenty-seven games, and yep. you might not get a hundred thousand. All right, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> um, rugby I guess, league. Has, I guess that's why the NRL is so profitable. That's though, why. That's why rugby league has been in the news a lot. We've had a, a lot spoken about since the NRL released their results. Um, very impressive that we know about them. They're building their asset base. Um, they're looking at acquiring some more hotels uh, as another revenue stream. Of course, during COVID, when the game got cancelled, they really got exposed on that front. So they've got about $260 million in assets, which doesn't include the purchase of the Mercure uh, on the Sunshine Coast, which occurred at the end of last year. Um, but again, you know, it's... It's something that it, it's. I think it's one of the real positives is this sort of diversification of assets. I'd like to see them uh, follow the AFL model and, and sort of invest in a stadium as well, um, and have a stadium somewhere where you know a lot of clubs um, based in Sydney can play their football. I think that would be really exciting and it's something the game should definitely look at. And not have to chateau to exactly. councils and state government yeah. and do what they want with it. Exactly. The other um, thought bubbles that came out during the week, uh, the NRL was going to buy the English Super League. Yep. The NRL was going to establish a US Super League. Um, there's just some of the many things going on. The Bears, um, the sign-off of the Bears by um, Channel 9 and Fox Sports happened a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, it's thought bubble week at the NRL. Very exciting times. Um, but just... I think for the first time, it's actually impressive to see that the game has made some progress. Like it was almost four years ago, Mike, where we did a podcast, there was no game on and we were talking about how does the NRL have nothing to show for um, all the multi-million dollar sports rights deals uh, and all those years of revenue, where are they all gone? And and it's nice to see that... um, Peter Volandis has really um, impressively turned things around. That's the name, Peter Volandis. And he has criticism. He has criticisms <laughs> against him yep. for, you know, always wanting to uh, shock on a new rule then to try to change something yep. that uh, people don't like. But in terms of stabilizing the finances of the NRL, he has done an amazing job. The league is in a better place and it, it, it's never been in a better place. Uh Buying the Super League could be a very interesting opportunity. Yeah. Uh, if it's profitable, do it. Setting up a Super League in the NRL, do it. Yeah. Right? If these things can eventually, obviously they're not going to turn a profit immediately, something like the NRL, but if they can in the long term and build our game, why not? Yeah, 100%. Right? And it, it all starts with things like Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of what's been missed in Vegas is. The, the the conversation of why we're really going to Vegas is all about tapping into the the US betting market. Um and I think 
the ambition from PVL is to at least get 1% of the US population to be able to wage on NRL. That's yeah. 3 million people. It's a new market. Um, so there's been some chatter about that. But what I haven't realized, Mike, is actually what a whole week of events this is. Yeah. And it's it's not just the two games of, of football. Um, like there's a golf day with all the players at like 1500 Aussie dollars to play with a player. Um, there's a corporate lunch. There's a talent um, there's a combine. talent show that combine. Um, there's a there's just so much going on. There's an official after party. What yeah. could go wrong? These players um, are beat over with there. ludicrous. Um, it's just it's actually insane. Yeah, they've they've planned it out very well. These players have been over there since basically the start of or well, mid last week, pretty yeah. much. You know, they've been going to. I know that they've been going to basketball games yeah. and uh, other sporting events. They've been getting big-name American athletes to try and promote their game as well and getting photographs of them and telling them what's happening and trying to rope people in, which is the right thing to do, right? They're doing as much as possible. Yeah, and- they're, training, they're training at like the the biggest college in LA. That's where like the Roosters are training. But all the all yeah. four South teams are, are tra- based in San Diego. Yeah, so they're all training at like big colleges, try and recruit and do all this other stuff and spread the word, which is fantastic for the game. Yeah. And Jason doing- Saab got on TV in the US and yep. tried to explain what a rabbit was. Um <laughs> and struggled like everyone else does. Yeah. And um <laughs> but no it it that I think is exciting. Yeah. And like the potential for growth. And you know I don't think it's going to sell out, but I would I would like to think. I don't it, think, I don't it's think a, they expect it to. I don't think they expect it to, but and I just hope it, it produces a solid foundation so that maybe after we've done three or four of these, it will sell out. Yeah. Even all you need is like, and there is there is I have one concern. Yeah. And that is that uh, the field is actually narrower mm-hmm. than the current NRL field. I think an NRL field's about. 67 to 68 meters wide. This one's about three to four meters narrower. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, that may cause better defense. Yeah. You might not see some amazing tries. But what Americans, or the things that we always show Americans, it's not the tries, it's the hits. Yep. That's what, that's what the people want to see is the big hits, the clean big hits, that is. Yeah. So if we can get some good highlights going and that gets put onto Fox Sports in America or, or you know, they, it goes on to ESPN, the NRL's done its job. Yeah. Um, so obviously this is this is all in the con- – and we're going to touch on the preview of the games in a moment, but I want to hit on Nick Politis did an interview with the Herald, Michael Chamis, today yep. um, because he's over there with the team in LA. Um, he was talking about – the NRL needs to go to conferences. The NRL needs an 18th team. He's pushing for the 18th team to be in Perth. Sydney teams, one conference, non-Sydney, the other. You play the teams in your conference twice and then the other te- the other conference once. It's a lot but of it, games. It, it's 27 it, games. 25. 25. Yep. Because you, yes, yep. Yep, yep. And which I think is just, and you end up with maybe a couple of buys here and there and then it's pretty much the same length of competition. I'm so in favor of this. Never agreed with the man so much. Um, and it's something that I, the exciting thing for me, Mike, and, and I'm sure you're in the same boat is that the game could actually do this. Like this is no longer some sort of thought bubble. No. Like if you, if we had this conversation three years ago, I feel like it's a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. Got a 17th team. Now let's push for the 18th. Let's grow the game. 
um, get the conference system going. I would love the idea of playing mostly Sydney teams every week. Like I would love to be like, unless it's Penrith, I've, how much fun would it be if you had a double header between two Sydney teams going on in, in at the um, SFS every weekend or something yeah, like that? Great. Yeah. It'd be great. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think that the two-conference system, the one, my one big downside is does that mean that uh, when it comes to grand final, it can only be the two one team from each conference? That scares me a little bit. Mm. That, that to me, like I, I know it works in America. I know it works in the Super Bowl and in the NBA and in the MLB. But I don't know. We've just like... South and Roosters can then never verse each other in a grand final. Mm. Right? Those dream matchups disappear. So that's my one concern about the two conferences. Yeah. And I mean you yeah. might be more likely to get them Yeah, at the in conference the, final. The conference final. Not and I promise I get it. you it's I get it. not, not the, the same. same. It is not the same. Look, Mike, we've been waiting what, eighty years, yeah. ninety years for <laughs> South Roosters grand final? We've been waiting thirty one, but yeah, sure. 31. Uh, yeah. Why 31? We're 31. Oh, we're 31. <laughs> no, we've been waiting 19. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um, completely forgot how old I was just then. Um, all right. Stark realization, isn't it? Sad. Yeah. Round zero. Let's do it. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Kicks off 1.30 Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Saturday night in Vegas. Um. All right, Manly and Souths. Tom Trebojevic returns for his first NRL game since round 15 last year. Origin, wasn't it? Correct. Yep. Jake and Ben are in the lineup. Luke Brooks joins DCE in a new-look halves combination. Nathan Brown has earned himself a spot on the bench after coming to the club on a train-and-trial deal. Garrick shifts to the centres and new recruit Jackson Paulo lines up on the wing. They'll be so thankful for those narrower fields. And Rabbitohs um, for Souths. Cody Walker has recovered from his calf injury. It's a miracle. Kept him out of the Indigenous All-Stars and will call the shots with Lockie Elias. Jacob Gagai will make his NRL debut for Souths at the age of 28 mm-hmm. in the wing. Um, Brother Dane? Not sure. Okay. Richie Kennar and Isaiah Tass make up the centre combination in the absence of Jack Whiten, who's suspended, and Campbell Graham, who's injured. And Sean Kepi's strong trial form has earned him a spot in the front row alongside Tavita Totola. Uh, the forward rotation is Burgess, Moali, Havili, and Jacob Host. So two things that I know I noticed out of the South team. The, mm. For the most part, the Manly team is as expected. Obviously, no Schuster. But I yeah. think Ben Trevojevic keeps that spot anyway. Yeah. Um, maybe Tommy Tolau could have made that wing spot. Probably would have been a better option than Paulo. I just don't trust Jackson Paulo. Uh, I don't think either of us do. Um, but for South Sydney, one, no Peter Mamazelos on the bench. Yeah. Which means Cook's playing 80. Oh, Havili can come on and play hooker. Okay. I guess I'd prefer Mamazelos. Two, no Talis Duncan. No. Who I really wanted to see play. Yeah. And I think he's better than Jacob Host. So... Yeah, a bit frustrated by that actually. Yeah, They're two people. Um, I don't know. Maybe Dimitri just needs the strong start. Maybe and just needs more experienced players. I mean, that halves combination now for Manly is that's a lot of games. It is a lot between of games. the two of them. It is a lot of games. Um, 
and maybe he just thought needs more experience. I, I re- but they're two players that we need to see more of this year. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Uh, apparently, Tom has done a lot of work this offseason to, one, change his running form. Two, yeah. the injury that he had was a torn pack. Yeah. So, he wasn't a lower limb injury, which is good for him. Apparently, he's been training really well, training the house down. That's good. Um, everyone has been. Everyone has been. But, uh, apparently, looking very fit, fast. Yeah. And, you know, when he came into the competition last year, everyone was like, he's, he's playing it like, 60 percent yeah it's, that hasn't been the case apparently so given that seabold is a fast starter yeah seabold teams start fast yeah south's wing that south's outside backs have taken a bit of a hit no no white and i'm going to lean manly here but long term i still think south's are the better team mm. yeah uh, similar minded to be honest i just i yeah Anyway, we'll see. Uh, the second game, Roosters-Broncos. Yep. So Spencer Lenu, star recruit, straight into it alongside Lindsay Collins. Uh, Siwa Wong, Radley, and Tupanua make a powerful back row. Uh, Dom Young's out injured. Uh, Suali'i goes to the wing. Billy Smith starts. Uh, Sandon Smith is number 14. Connor Watson is listed among the reserves. Um, for the Broncos, Cobo makes the move to the centers um, with Dane Mariner grabbing a wing spot ahead of Corey Oates, who is 18th man. Um, Pia Kura has been named to play despite suffering a lower-grade medial cruciate ligament strain in week one of the preseason challenge. Corey Jensen starts in the front row with Tom Flegler having departed and Fletcher Baker gets a spot on the bench alongside Smoothie, Hetherington and Willison. Yeah, really like Xavier Wilson. Um, I'll touch on the Roosters in a bit. Yep. Love that Dean Mariner got the spot on the wing. Yes. Uh, I actually think that their best back line would be Cobbo on the wing, Mariner at centre. I don't know whether we'll see that this year, but the fact that they've given the young kid a shot over Corey Oates mm. is amazing. Um, Corey Jensen, serviceable prop. Uh, maybe Kirby Harrington takes that spot in the long term. I don't know. It just feels like they're missing a, a, a big player there in Flagler. Um, for the Roosters, uh, Satili in the second row, starting at second row, I thought it would have been Butcher or Crichton. Mm. Uh, Crichton not even in the 17. Either is Connor Watson. Love that Sandon Smith got that spot. He was awesome at the back end of last year. Yeah. Um, love that Siawong got the other edge spot. But Roosters are terrible starters. And despite us trying to kick that mantra and kick that stigma that we have of being terrible starters, I'm tipping the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, in the spirit of me um, being very uh, pro Nick Politis today, his famous mantra that losing is bad for business, which of these four teams desperately needs to win? Like who who needs like they all have different reasons, but who really needs to get their season off on the right foot? See, the other three have the pedigree of being a finals team in the last two years, mm. so it's manly for me. Yeah, because if you ask most people, they would have Souths, Roosters, and Broncos in the top eight. Right? Yeah, yeah. Manly, not so much. Mm. Divided opinion. Yeah, a lot of people have manly because Tom's back being a top four team. I don't see it, mostly because of the coach more than anything. But 
You've also got this new combination of Brooks and Cherry Evans. So for me, it's Manly. Um, who could profit off a win the most? Probably Roosters or Broncos. Mm. Uh, being, you know, a Sydney and a Brisbane. Yeah. Suburbs and places that Americans align with and understand more than South Sydney or Manly. Yeah. I feel like the, the the Broncos have that sort of they're the Broncos, right? Yeah. And just so so much brand like I know there's the Eagles, but it's not the Sea Eagles. Um, but I feel like the Broncos really can just pick up a whole heap of fans over there. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Uh Souths do have some good connections in terms of Rusty and yep. Jordan Mylata, who's a big name in the NFL. Yeah. Um so we'll see. We'll see. There you go. Yep. How good? Very short one today. We it are, is. We went long last week, yeah. so we thought we'd give you only two games, so we thought we'd keep it quick, short, nice and easy for you guys. That's it. Uh, I'll be putting up a video of my tips on social media. Yeah. Michael you... is TikTok's newest celebrity. <laughs> uh, barely. But uh, we are. So we are now on YouTube, TikTok, um, still on Instagram. Posting more videos. Um, Twitter will be back up and running. X. X, sorry. And wherever you want to find your podcast, Apple, Spotify. That's it. That's it. We're going to be there. Uh, Best way to support us is to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, leave comments, like our vids. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Yes. Now, before we go... The tipping comp, Mike. Yes. How can people join? Uh, so there is a link that is uh, in the uh, bio for our Instagram. Uh, there is also a um, highlighted story there yep. uh, with the link. It's on footy tips this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, basic standard breakdown. There is one joke around for you to decide when you want to play it. Yeah. Um, standard uh, scoring, 10 points for a perfect round. Uh, if you want to join, click the link. Very easy. No passwords, nothing required. Just click the link, hit join. You're in the comp. That's it. That's it. We'll throw it in the Insta bio as well. Yeah, we'll keep on posting it till uh, Sunday. And even after then, you can join, especially if you're already tipping on footy tips, you can join whenever and the tips carry over. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. Awesome. How good? How good is Rugby League, Emmanuel? Thanks, guys. Thanks,